Hey y'all, you're listening to Damsels in Detroit, the podcast all about women from the city that are killing it in their industries. I'm your host, Evan Webb. Each week, I invite a damsel to come on and talk with me about their life, careers, and why Detroit girls do it better. Hey y'all, we're back. Another episode of Damsels in Detroit. This is episode 67. Yay! And today we're talking about jewelry fashion accessories and I'm excited for our guest today um it is Danielle Walton and if you don't know her what you been doing okay (laughs) so I'm gonna read a little bit about Danielle um and we're gonna get right into our questions so let's go Danielle Walton is the owner and creator of Hoop Mob, a company that has been recognized as the home of the hoop earring and the celebration of a cultural staple With a strong background in marketing and fashion, Danielle has used her skills to create a space for Black women to be exactly who we are at all times. Hey, girl. Hey. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming. Why do I keep doing this every time? (laughs) Um, But I'm excited because I actually have wanted you on here for a while, and I'm just happy that it's finally happening. Me too. And I'm like, ooh, 67 episodes? Girl, congrats. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) We are trucking along, so I'm excited. All right, are you ready? Yes. Okay. So question number one. Hoop mob. Yes. I feel like it is just this phenomenon. <laughs> a little bit. You know, you've been in BuzzFeed, you have had products on Love and Hip Hop. Yes. You know, and to me, that just means you've made it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So talk to me about like the inception of the company, like how mm-hmm. you got the idea for it and where you are now. Oh God. So um I probably when was that 2018 I started thinking about it mm-hmm. um I've always been like a business entrepreneurial type of person like I used to make candles I used to um, have a magazine in college like I always had something going on mm-hmm. um and so I had just had a baby and I was kind of looking for that next thing I was staying at home mm-hmm. and um I don't know. I was just, I had a lot of time on my hands. A baby don't talk. So you just <laughs> by yourself <laughs> thinking, thinking, thinking. And um, I saw this video about businesses that were like basically centered around one product or one type of product. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, I wonder like what that could be for me. And um, I just kind of thought about hoop earrings. And then once that clicked, it was like, oh, no this really means something Mm -hmm. to me. And I know that I can really communicate to an audience through hoops because it was just like a natural part of who I am, you Mm -hmm. know? So um, I kind of sat on the idea and, um, you know, told a few people here and there and they're like, that's a great idea. But the people, they're like, you always got ideas. So, (laughs) (laughs) and they always do it. (laughs) They're like, okay, yeah, but you know, what you gonna do with it? So, um, I actually was working at the lip bar Mm -hmm. um, at the time, and I was, like, kind of just telling the girls about it. And they were like, yes, let me know. Like, whenever (laughs) you're ready. Like, we're first customers. And so um, I did a very soft (laughs) launch. And when I say soft launch, I mean I probably had, like, ten styles Mm -hmm. and maybe, like, three to five of each style because I was just so scared. I didn't want to overdo it. And, um Everything, pretty much everything sold out the first day. And 
of course, because it's three to five items. <laughs> but still. <laughs> right. And um, but I was working full time. So I was like, you know, not really focused on it. And, you know, wasn't really restocking right away. Just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, taking my time. And at least three different people. Um, like I would say over that year, we, I launched it in 2019. So over that year, at least three different people on different occasions Mm -hmm. you know either text me or called me and was like hey girl like I know you have lots of ideas all the time but you might want to stick to this one and I'm like okay and um I even had a friend that was like I'll partner with you and like you know I'm I'm just not good with partnerships I'm gonna be honest so that was like (laughs) I know but um just the people like still wanting me to pursue it I was like okay let me like give it all that I have Mm -hmm. and so um, the panini hit. <laughs> the panini hit. Yeah, <laughs> we had. We did. <laughs> yes, we had so much time on our hands, mm-hmm. and um, it was funny because I had inventory just kind of sitting, and I hadn't like taken pictures. I hadn't gone through it, hadn't listed it, and um, I was like, okay, this is the time. Like, let me focus on it. Let me like really give it um a good try, and. Um, it kind of started to take off. And I'm going to be honest, I was only promoting on Instagram okay. at first. And, um, you know, most of your family and friends are on Facebook, you know? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Instagram is cooler. Right. You know, you could make it like, you could just make it a brand mm-hmm. or, you know, make it real cute. And so it wasn't until I posted like a video on Facebook that people were like, Oh, I didn't know you were doing this. Like, Oh, why didn't you tell me you were, you had this brand? Like, and then that day when I posted that video, I did more than I did the month prior. Wow. Yeah. So, and it was like $400, but I was still like, Oh, mm-hmm. great. Like four or $500. And I was like, okay, well people really like this. And so the, the items sold out and, People are like, when are you going to get more? And so I'm like, okay, now now the snowball effect is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized like, okay, my customers, um, they want a little bit more connection. Just naturally based on what the brand is, it's like, I feel like it's just a natural connector of women. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, if you love hoops, you understand you're a black woman. That You know, that's who I'm marketing to basically. Um I was able to build more of a community on Facebook. And Mm -hmm. so we built our um, Facebook group. We, me at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Built the Facebook group. And um, that's really kind of how it took off too. Um, People were inviting other people to the group and they're posting pictures of themselves in the the hoops. And, you know, I'm getting their feedback. Do y'all like this or this or this is coming up? And they're like, oh, yes, and we need this color, you know. So that's kind of how it, like, really took off. Um, 2020, I'll just say my goal, which was a scary goal, Mm -hmm. was like, oh, I just want to do, like, 50K this year. Mm -hmm. And, um by the end of the year we had did 325 oh my god (laughs) and i was like okay (laughs) that's amazing yeah yeah it was beyond it just blew my mind yeah well congratulations because wow but also that's so funny facebook is such a what a place what a place (laughs) what an odd strange place. place because as a like somebody in 
the marketing realm, I'm like, if we could just eliminate Facebook, girl, you know, as a whole, <laughs> like, can we? But I love that you found your community there and like the power of Facebook groups. I, I do know some brands are successful with Facebook groups, so I'm yeah. glad that that worked out. <laughs> I know it was so strange. Like I wasn't expecting that mm-hmm. at all, but um. Yeah, Facebook. I'm like, okay, you know, it's not as pretty, right, on Facebook. So you just naturally are like, mm-hmm. oh, I would, I want to like curate our feed and all of that. But like, Facebook has that, you know, shareability, right. and you can click a link right then and there, mm-hmm. and you know, so it's good for that. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so I want to get into the intention behind Hoop Mob because. We know as black women, we've been in spaces where it's like you're constantly questioning, like, am I doing too much or should I wear my hair like this? Should Mm -hmm. I wear these earrings? Like, okay, maybe I'll try to get the job first and then three months in, you know, I'll do a twist (laughs) out. But talk to me just about have you ever been in a situation? I'm sure you have where you were in a corporate setting or quote unquote professional setting and you're just Mm -hmm. like, I feel like I can't be myself and like Mm -hmm. what did that feel like what did that look like and kind of how are you combating that now yeah um I mean all up until working at the lip bar Mm -hmm. honestly I dealt with that you know you deal with being the only right you deal with being um you know with code switching and that's just I feel like now like Gen Z is really like gung-ho on like Mm -hmm. being who they are but millennials we was just trying to live right okay we were just trying to like get (laughs) in where we fit in (laughs) you know so that was a thing for us and so um I worked corporately in New York and um you know, I had some internships and stuff like that. And then just me, like, I don't know, from an early age, I've known that um, even going to um, get applications, not even mm-hmm. like an interview, I would show up to just get an application, Same. very professional, mm-hmm. put together, you know what I mean? Because I'm like, I, that first impression means something, you right. know what I mean? So, um, but I remember a very pivotal point in my life I was probably maybe like 24 Mm -hmm. and um I was talking to a friend we had we went to like this festival we were like sitting on the car it was so funny because we were having this like heart to heart at this like festival and I'm just telling her I'm like I just feel like I'm having an identity crisis Mm -hmm. like I don't want to um be judged or viewed as some like you know uh, hood rat for lack of a better word you know mm-hmm. what I mean but that's how you you fear that you know others right in professional setting you know the, you fear that they will place some type of label on you based on you know how you look how you dress how you talk whatever and then I'm like but you know I don't feel like myself mm-hmm. you know what I mean I just don't feel like my complete self um trying to fit into these environments it was like I can't I couldn't find a place where I fit or where I felt like okay, I'm not this, but I'm also not that. You know what I mean? Um, And so with Hoop Mob, again, it was like, okay, the hoop earrings are a thing, but it's also to deliver the message of like, girl, show up as yourself. Mm -hmm. These people will be fine. They will. (laughs) They will live, okay? Um, And that's really what we push. And and I don't know. I just feel like we, um, so many people have had that moment. Of like, 
I just don't feel comfortable or just getting um, sick and tired of mm-hmm. like putting up with the microaggressions, putting up with so many different things and then, you know, watering yourself down basically yeah. to um, be accepted or, you know, to just avoid, even avoiding awkward conversations. Mm-hmm. We all have had that time when you go to work with your new hairstyle. <laughs> uh, I'm already thinking of a very specific time in my very like early on in my career. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I gotta hear everybody mouth tomorrow. You right. know what I mean? Like just let me live. Mm-hmm. Or um, oh, I like that. You know what I mean? It's just you get sick and tired of that. And and I just want especially with having our own um space now, we mm-hmm. have a team of uh seven. And I mean, it's just come as you are, basically. Yeah. It's it's no other way to be. It's come as you are. Even when I was working at the lip bar, it was like, child, can you help me take my ponytail out today? Oh, hey, look. <laughs> community. Right. That's what community looks like to me. Exactly. <laughs> it's like we know, okay, today is a rough day. Tomorrow it's like, ooh, where are you going? You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. it's like a sisterhood or just like people that understand you you know what I mean um so that's really like I feel like people gravitate towards the brand because it's just authentic to who we are Mm -hmm. it's embracing everything we are um and really kind of trying to promote that in in all spaces so yeah I love it thank you I can remember a time I think I was I was still in college maybe I was 21 22 Mm -hmm. I think I was turning 21 and I worked for a company that is owned by a white man, of course, (laughs) (laughs) who is monopolizing the city, Cough Mm, Cough. Oh, yep. And and I remember, I'm pretty sure I was the only black one on the marketing team at Mm. that point. I was like a copywriter intern, and I think I was wearing my hair natural, and I like wore it straight one day, and everybody Mm -hmm. was like, oh my, your hair is so long. (sighs) Oh my God, it looks so good. I'm like, if y'all... First of all, I looked Leave good me alone. before. Right? Hello, HR. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's me again. <laughs> leave, because leave me alone. Leave me alone. Yes. That's so, uh, Yes. Yeah. It is unfortunate that we all have these stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> okay. Next question. Do you remember your first pair of hoops? I do. Okay. Because I still have them. Oh, talk about them. So, um, my grandmother on my dad's side, she lives in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Granny. And she took me, I went to visit for the first time. And she took me to, like, um, basically, like, a flea market down there. And But there was this booth that was selling, like, real jewelry. And she's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to get you your first pair of um, real hoops. And they're, like, gold and silver. Um, they're kind of, like, a medium size. And I've had, I mean, literally, mm-hmm. that's probably the only piece of jewelry that I've had since 12 that I still have. Wow. Like, uh, and it's ironic that it's hoops. So, yeah, I, I, I include that in my story, you mm-hmm. know. But, um, yeah, I was, like, 12 years old, first time visiting Florida, and she bought me my my first pair of hoops, and I still have them. Thank you, Grandma. <laughs> Thank you, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you have a lot of experience in the fashion and marketing space. I know we can go down your resume. I was doing a little bit of stalking earlier. <laughs> but how would you say your corporate experience has differed from running your own business? And then, if so, are there any similarities, you think? Um. So, with... The more we grow, the more 
kind of corporate we become, mm-hmm. which I'm definitely cringing at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cringing, but um, like in the last few months, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe um, some discipline in order is you know, good. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, a little structure. Right, no, maybe. <laughs> maybe they got a, they got something going there. But, um, so I would say how our environment differs now is that peace is the number one priority. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have very aggressive goals for this year. And, um, I recently just dialed it back because I'm like, I care about, my mental health, the mental mm-hmm. health of my uh, employees, and um, and it's my company. Like, I'm not about to just chase this magical number right. and be sacrificing our mental health in the meantime. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we're doing fine. We're profitable. Um, and just realizing, like, that number is, is all ego, mm-hmm. basically. You know what I mean? And so um, we always are so amazed at how smooth – the company runs like literally I just got a virtual assistant so she's very gun ho I'm like we need monthly meetings I'm like girl we don't have those we don't need those you know what I mean um but where is a happy hour at <laughs> right <laughs> but um literally we probably have a meeting prior to her we've probably had a meeting like quarterly okay and it's because everyone is just really good and like needs very little micromanaging like they have questions you know now I've established like figured out amongst each other if I need to come in that's great you Mm -hmm. know I can help you of course ask me anything but like I just am empowering everybody um I feel like I've had experiences where you are very micromanaged and you do have these crazy requests for Mm -hmm. no reason and you're and you you're realizing that it is ego, you know, middle management is just crazy and yeah. wants, you know, things their way or just controlling. And so I, I do make sure I check myself a lot. <clears throat> Excuse me. I make sure that um, I'm not like there are so many, you know, little things that I notice that I just won't, you know, I'm like, I don't want to, for example, um, make her feel like she's doing every little thing wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yes, that was a mistake, but is it the end of the world? No. You know what I mean? Does anybody else notice it? Is it, is it something that customers will notice? Probably not. It's mm-hmm. just me, you know, because I'm, you know, nitpicking or something, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I'm very conscious of making sure that, um, people are happy at work and that, um, it doesn't become a place that it's like, Ugh, I don't want to go to work today. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's really important to me. And I I feel like I'm very grateful for the experiences that I've had because now I can make sure I don't create those environments for my, yes, my people. for sure. So. That's how I try to look at it, too. Every job I've been at, I'm like, I probably wouldn't do that if I was the CEO <laughs> yes. or, you know, the manager or whatever. Like, that wasn't effective. No. Or that didn't make me feel good, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't want to do that to somebody else. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think when you empower people, when you – you know, treat them like humans yes. and let them know, like, it's so I make mistakes all the time. Every like, day. it's going to happen. Yeah. But you don't harbor on it or, you know, try to reprimand them so harshly. It's yeah. like, okay, they probably feel excited to want to help you grow yes. your brand in the business. So, yeah, I, that, I never want to, like, 
rain on somebody's parade, right. basically. Um, and I do remember a specific time in, when I was in corporate and um, we had the opportunity to, um, you know, everybody at the time, everybody, nobody had a social team. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So everybody's trying to figure out how to navigate social. So we had a meeting and I was so excited. And I'm like, I got printouts and I'm like coming with ideas because I'm like, oh, this is, you know, maybe this could be my lane here, mm-hmm. you know. And after the meeting, my manager was like, I can see you're really excited about that, but I just really need you to focus over here. And I was like, okay, well, (laughs) (laughs) well, and and I, so now I'm like, okay, if I notice something in Mm -hmm. someone, if I can see their strength is elsewhere, um, we're going to do that. You know what I mean? Especially if it's going to be beneficial for them, me, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? What that manager didn't know is that, like, that would have changed my whole experience there. You know what I mean? Like, I would have been there early. Would have been okay, doing something. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> CP time probably would have went away. Okay. <laughs> but, um, you know, and I understand she probably had a boss that was, you know, coming down on mm-hmm. her. But, um, yeah, that's I, – I really try to think about my experiences and kind of do – basically the opposite <laughs> yeah for sure Ugh. oh well they're lost it's fine <laughs> right because look at you now <laughs> so so much goes into creating a successful online store mm-hmm. we can all start websites we can all put up things for sale but it's not necessarily about starting the business but maintaining and sustaining yeah. so what is some advice that you would give to those that are looking to start their own e-commerce or retail businesses um, be prepared to work. Mm-hmm. You know, um, everything looks very cute online and, you know, everybody doing their, um, my entrepreneurship reel and yes. all of that behind <laughs> the scenes, this and that. But like, it is a lot of work. It's so, we still joke about, I'm like, how did I make up this little business? And it's so much work to do. Like, <laughs> right. That's what I was trying to get away from. Right. I thought I was going to have freedom. <laughs> like what is happening? Yeah. Um, but it is, it's a lot of work. Um, I, it's so funny. I'm, <laughs> I just see people online. You, you know, I try not to offer unsolicited advice, mm-hmm. but it's like, Oh my God, I got to take the pictures and I got to do this. And I'm like, yes. Like, what did you think? (laughs) You do. And so my advice would be, um, I mean, if you have the means to do, to hire people, you know, do that. But I don't recommend that. I recommend you try to do it all starting off. Mm -hmm. Um, At least that's what I did. And I feel like I was, I'm able to better, um, kind of communicate what I'm expecting from people and, um, I don't know if something like if I can't depend on somebody for something or if someone, you know, if I hire a contractor and they just can't do it or I'm not liking what they're doing, I know I can do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like you should know the ins and outs of your business. I I was a freelancer for a while and I worked with a client who like had a person for everything. And I was like, girl you wasting so much money and time and because like now you have to meet with these people and now you have to um kind of manage everybody and you know that's eventually you'll have to do it you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um but I feel like 
bootstrapping is just the way to go, especially, um, you know, so you can see how all of these things work. Like if I had, if I always had a, I don't know, email person, I would know the, that data and, exactly. and how to analyze everything and what works. And maybe we should send emails in the morning instead of at night. You know, I, I, all I would do is take their word for it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, so I would say just really be prepared to work, but also to not be fearful. Like, I feel like everything changed for me when um, I was like, you know what? <laughs> I don't care if I'm getting on anybody's nerve. I'm about to post all day. <laughs> you gonna see, see this. this. <laughs> <laughs> you go see this. And um, I feel like black people have a lot of shame. Mm-hmm. And like we are always trying to be cool. And I feel like sometimes, you know, in business, you just really have to be shameless. You yeah. know what I mean? And you have to like put down that ego and that cool and like, you know, sell your products basically. So, um, yeah, e-commerce is a lot. Yes. You have, there's so many, okay, if I could just run down. Yes, girl, tell us. <laughs> what I was doing when we first started. <clears throat> okay, I'm buying the product, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm a buyer. And um, I'm taking product pictures. Still, I would just stop taking product pictures, okay? So, <laughs> and I still do if I need to, you right. know what I mean? Um, so buying the product, taking the product pictures, actually modeling the products because sometimes you got to put it on and you mm-hmm. know I was the only model for like a year and a half um uploading to the website product descriptions um emails ads um running the Facebook group shipping mm-hmm. I was packing and shipping okay like all of these things this is like 10 jobs basically right. you know so um it was a lot and that was that time like I don't believe in um you know, grind all day. I don't believe in that, but it was a season for Mm -hmm. that. You know what I mean? Um, and I had to, I think it was very helpful. I kept costs down and I was able to just keep reinvesting and and grow the business until I was able to like hire my first employee who was my mom. Hey mom. (laughs) Hey mom. (laughs) Um, it's funny. My friend Kiana, she's a lawyer and she was like, Girl, yeah, you could do it. Because I'm like, do you think? I don't know. Like, it just feels, it's scary right. to hire someone. So she's like, girl, please, mm-hmm. you, you're going to kill yourself if you don't <laughs> hire someone. I'm like, okay. Um, yeah, now we're a team of seven. So I love. But I, I do want to go back to something very important that you said. It's like, you need to know the ins and outs. Yeah. Because I have been in some spaces where I'm like, why are you telling me to do this? Mm-hmm. But you don't know how to do it. Because what if I'm off tomorrow? What if I get sick? Yep. What if, like, something happens? Anything. You don't know how to do anything? Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> That's terrifying to me, to be in charge of of everything, but then mm-hmm. you really don't know the nitty-gritty, and then you have all of these crazy expectations because you don't know yes. how anything works. And you're like, well, why can't we just? Yes. Well, why doesn't this look like? And mm. it's like, you don't even, you don't even see... <laughs> <laughs> that is <clears throat> that is so important because you're right. Like you, if I just hire a freelancer, it's like I'm expecting the moon and the stars. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ma'am, do you know what it takes to get the moon and the stars? Right. You know what I mean? No, you don't because you've never done it. So, um, yeah, I think that is so important to know the ins and outs of every piece of the business. Even if it's like, okay, I knew very quickly, like, 
QuickBooks, no, ma'am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not doing that. You know what I mean? Like, I could, I knew that very early, but I at least had it set up, ready to go to where, like, my accountant could walk me through it. You know what I mean? Um, but I think it's very dangerous. If everybody walks out, what, what do you, you have? Do? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're left with nothing. And I feel like, yeah, that's just not okay. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. You need to get down and dirty. You yeah. need to know a little bit of something. And that's the thing. People are afraid to get down and dirty. Yeah. And I'm just, you know, I I um, blame it on the flint in me. Like, we are just scrappy people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to make it happen. Um, and, yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do all of these things. I'm still prying things out of my hand to give to, you know, the creative assistant, the marketing person. You know what I mean? Um, it's still because I... I'm like, I could just do it real quick. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I know I know what I'm looking for. Now I have to explain it to them and hope they do it how I'm thinking in my head. But also, again, I read a lot of books about self-development and ego and mm-hmm. stuff. But I'm like, letting go of that ego to think like, okay, yes, this is how you envision it. But there's also other ways that may be better. You know what yeah. I mean? So. I also think that's a black woman trope as well. Cause I'm just like, we're just, we're just always like, I could just do it really quickly or, you know, nobody else is going to understand the vision. Yep. So trying allowing yourself to be vulnerable and mm. trustful and know that like, okay, I put these people in these positions for yes. a reason. Yep. They understand. Even if they don't get it right, there's always a conversation that can be had to Absolutely. like fix it. Yep. So, <laughs> yes. So going back to team building. Mm-hmm. When you got to, or I'll say, if somebody else is in your same position, they're like, okay, I need help. Mm-hmm. Do you recommend that you get to a certain percentage of revenue or a certain percentage of like profitability, profitability mm-hmm. um, to then say like, okay, I'm in a position to hire? Like, how do you, how do you know? How do you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, um, I recommend Profit First, the book. Um that's how I knew I could at least pay myself. Okay. And then um, once I, basically once I got an accountant, and I, that could sound scary to people, but it's, you know, e- even if you just pay for, like, a meeting with an accountant, that could be helpful. Um, but she even to the day she's like girl i'm i'm always scared to like can we do this and she's like yes <laughs> you can do this um but once i talked to an accountant and you know she kind of showed me like well this is what you're spending and this is this is what it takes to run your business and this is what you have left over so yes you can pay someone um but also if it's like if you're just if there's more things to do past the time you know what I mean like if you just have too much to do um you have to offload that and for a while like I knew uh my mom was helping me she would come Mm -hmm. and just help after she got off of work you know what I mean so for a while she was just helping and I'm like I really want to just hire her um but again I was scared and I was it we were making let's say I hired my mom after we started making six figures, you know okay. what I mean? And so I could have probably hired her prior Before. to that, you know what I mean? But um, it's just scary, you know what I mean? Especially you've never done this before. Most of us are, like, first generation doing anything, you know? So it's it's just scary. You've never seen it done before. So, But I would say <clears throat> to read Profit First, um, okay. it's 
very helpful to just lay everything out. Most people who have businesses now, they follow that format. And then, um, yeah, talk to an accountant because you probably can afford it. Okay. Yeah. And then having that conversation with your mom of like, I want you to be on board full time. How did that go, girl? (laughs) Okay. And so um, any milestone that Hoop Mob has hit, um, it's like you romanticize these moments in your Mm -hmm. head of like, oh, I want a six-figure business or I want this. And then when it happens, you're like, oh, okay. That's cute. Now what? Right. I got to go to Target. So, you know what I mean? Or you still got things to do. And right. I don't know. You just, you kind of think this magical things happen, but it, you know, it doesn't. You're just doing the work and it happens. But, um, so I never got emotional about any of the milestones, um, until I told my mom that I wanted her to work for me. So, um, I again talked to my accountant. We did the numbers and all that, and um, my mom came over to help me. And I'm like, um, I think I, it's time for you to quit your job. And she was like, Okay, <laughs> okay. And I know that's right, mom. <laughs> and I was like, um, So Friday will be your last day. And she was like, Oh, like this week. And I was like, Yeah, it was probably like Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Okay, and um. You know, then I told her how much I was going to be paying her. And we both just cried. Aww. It was just like a really touching moment. Like, that was the first time that I got emotional was because um, I just wanted that freedom for her. So she she was working at a place. She was working at, like, a factory. So, okay. like, you can't be on your phone. And, mm-hmm. you you know, you got a little break. And it was just like, mm-mm. She, and she's always been... Um, a really hard worker like anywhere she's worked people love her they depend on her and she's you know she's the one you know mm-hmm. what I mean and so I knew I'm like okay she's gonna be the one for me okay <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I just wanted her to have that like flexibility of you know you're not working six days a week and it's not like physical labor where it's like tearing your body up you know what I mean so yeah that was a really like touching moment we were like in my little dining room and I told her and I this is when I had like operation hoop mob in my dining room but yeah it was was, was special I love that (laughs) I love that I would have cried too I would have been (laughs) boohooing okay so you have so many products on the site you've got Hoops, you've got studs, you've yeah. got gold, silver, colors. Yes. So you also have apparel and rings and everything else. Mm-hmm. So how do you decide what products to feature and sell? Um, our customers tell us what they want a lot okay. of times. Um, our group is really, really helpful. It was hard when we launched all jewelry um, because I'm like, ooh, it's so much out there. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Um, and we're still, like, testing and learning. Um but I just try to have a good mix. Um, so I don't know, Black Bee, we love gold. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we love gold. So gold is gonna be like top all the time. But um I just have try to have a good mix. Our customers some of our customers will say, like, oh, I can't wear big hoops or um do you have clip-ons or I only wear silver, you know what I mean? So when we do jobs, we we do um, new releases every week. So you know, I try to have a good mixture of different things to where it's like not all one style to where somebody else can't shop. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
I think it would be hard for me. I was just talking to somebody um, last week about this on the show, but like making sure that you're not just picking things that you like, like oh, you yeah. have to mm-hmm. think about other people. <laughs> yes, it, that that was really hard at first. Um, and still, like we just had a big sale to get rid of stuff that I loved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, why did not burn this green? This is cute, you know? But it's like, yeah, you think it's cute. Right. But you didn't have to buy 200 of this. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Um, so, yeah, we are... I, I, I love it now because we are a team and we can kind of work through processes now. So, my sister actually went to school for fashion. So, she um, is um, our buyer merchant now. And so... We're like setting, you know, um, okay, for new products, we're going to limit the inventory quantities to this much. So we can like test apples against apples instead of being like, you know, at first we don't know what's actually selling well because we bought, you know, 100 of this and 300 of that. And so we don't know. You know what I mean? It's like if we had 300 of that, maybe it would have sold a lot. Right. We just don't know. So now we're like creating real systems for ourselves, which is great. It's like that corporate thing that I'm yeah. trying to avoid. I but. know, I know. <laughs> you could be a cool corporate place. Exactly. There's a there's a handful out there where it's like, okay. Yeah, we're think, trying to be that. Yes, I think you're doing it well. Yeah. And I love that your sister's also on the team. Just a little oh, family-owned situation yeah. going on. It's all family, literally. <laughs> um, so I saw on LinkedIn that you are looking for a creative assistant. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Well, we, we hired one. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah, because I was about to be like, okay, what are you looking for in a candidate? <laughs> Who can apply? We found one, and she's really great, actually. Okay. So, um, and that was tough. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Hi. Everyone so far has been, I've known them or their family. And so, um, you know, actually having real interviews and like putting it out there, that was scary and tough because it's like, I, I don't know them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how can I trust these people, you know? Um but she ended up being like related to people I knew, so it was, okay, it was great. <laughs> Still family all, no, right? Basically, <laughs> okay. Any other positions that are going to be opening up soon, or like the next person on the team that you would like to to, to fill? Have? So we, yeah, we probably this will probably be like a two in one type of person, but um, just like a warehouse um, assistant mm-hmm. that would so. <laughs> That plus somebody that can like run this machine we just bought. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ciao. We bought a uh, machine that will be able to do custom mm-hmm. um, jewelry and engraving and stuff like that. So, Ooh. yeah, we're really excited. It's just big and intimidating, and like I don't want to do it. <laughs> Is it like a three D printer? No, it's um, it's a laser cutter. Okay. Yeah. So well, now I just feel like Tree should do it, but I know she loves her job. Who is it? Trees Clark. Oh, yes. I'm like, she, her email. Like she should just do it. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Pinning her off. <laughs> yes, but someone to do that. And then, like, you know, during the holidays, things will pick up. Mm-hmm. So um, my mom, she's a shipping manager. So, you know, as we're selling more jewelry, jewelry, she's slowing down to make sure she doesn't, you know, miss things in orders and stuff like that. So we're just trying to, like quality control better you know what i mean so we'll probably need a second hand with that okay okay summer is coming up summer Mm -hmm. in my head is already here it's here yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> so new products for the summer. What do you think we need to be wearing? Mm-hmm. I know anklets are always always <clears> cute thing, but yes. Anything else that we need to be on the lookout for? Um, we're heavy on the sunglasses. Like I love our sunglasses that are coming out. Um, and just color. Like I feel like. I don't know. Summer is just my happy time. Mm-hmm. Like we have rough winters and not even snow wise. It's just so long gloomy. <laughs> it's like, where is Mr. Sun? Oh. Um, so lots of color, like you said, anklets, sunglasses, um, and just having fun. Like, Summer is about throw throw on a tank top and some shorts and let your jewelry do everything mm-hmm. else. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, that's what we're doing. We're doing lots and lots of color and and we're you know kind of vamping up like our marketing and everything, which I'm really excited about. So there'll be some fun like inspiring marketing things coming out soon. Mm. <laughs> Any like teasers or hints you can give us? Um, or... well, we're just you know. We're playing on like being outside and being with the girls and girls trip and all of that. So it okay. should be fun. We live with a girls trip situation. Yes. <laughs> okay, two more questions for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we are Denzels in Detroit. Yes. And so, as some of you already know, really to me, it just means embodying like who you want to be almost like similar to Hoop Mob, like being mm-hmm. your authentic Detroit girl self mm-hmm. all of the time being unapologetic about it, just being proud of where you're from. So what does it mean for you to be a damsel in Detroit? Well, I'm a Detroit transplant. Yes, transplant, yes, you know. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but to be honestly, like I've always admired Detroit girls because, um, I don't know, y'all just know how to hustle. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like a confidence about it. And um, it's funny, I have a friend He's not a damsel, but uh, he's he a dame. Right, dame. <laughs> um, but uh, Kendall, Kendall, that's my friend. Mm-hmm. And he, we're both from Flint. He always says, like, Detroit raised him, basically, like, turned him into a hustler. And I feel the same. I feel like Detroit kind of, like, helped my focus and really helped me, like, <clears throat> become the woman that I wanted to be. You know what I mean? Um, I always say New York was my, like, college, <laughs> basically. Mm-hmm. Um because I didn't go to a four-year college. So that was, like, my college years of, like, discovering and learning myself. And I feel like Detroit has helped me um, to, like, become that woman that I've wanted to be. So, And we love who you are. Oh, thank you. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, where can people stay connected to you? Um, where can we shop? Um, is there anywhere we can go, like, in person to, like, mm-hmm. touch and feel items? So, um, hoopmob.com is the best place to shop, mm-hmm. but we are actually sold um, at the Black Hair Experience okay. in D.C. area, Atlanta, and Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, so, those are good, like, destination places. We all go to Atlanta for something. Don't we? <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're in the areas, make sure you stop there. Um, you can stay connected with us through um, The Hoop Mob on Instagram. And if you're on Facebook, you can um, search Hoop Mob Hideout, and that's our private group. Mm, okay. <laughs> and can anyone join the Facebook group? Yes. Okay. Just not men okay. or like business pages. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want you. Right. For the ladies. <laughs> for the girls. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, thank you for having me. This was so fun. It was so fun. And y'all, we have cameras on us right now. It's the first time <laughs> I've recorded this in here. So if you see these little clips, Look. 
I don't have no makeup on. Don't talk about me. <laughs> you look beautiful. Thank you, girl. <laughs> As always, I want to thank you guys for listening. And remember that Detroit girls do it better. Okay? And we'll be back next week. Yay. Bye. <laughs> thank you. <laughs>